welcome to another edition of Indie Star Preps Weekly. I'm joined today by Tony Leach from uh, SVI Sportswear. He's a CEO and also uh, Prep Ball Stars. And uh, Tony gets out to a lot of basketball games, so wanted to uh, pick his brain. He was at the city championship last night, and we're gonna so we're gonna start off talking about that, and then also touch on uh, kind of some general uh, high school basketball as well. But uh, Tony, thanks for coming on here with me. Thanks, Kyle. I appreciate uh, being on your show. No problem. Well, Tony, let's start with that uh, game last night. Uh, you know, last year it was sort of an upset when Addicts beat beat Cathedral. I think everybody was a little surprised, and you know, Desmond Briscoe kind of had a breakout performance in that one. Uh, this year, at least in my opinion, even though Addicts was seated too, I kind of, you know, I think we texted back and forth a little bit yesterday. I kind of gave Addicts a slight advantage, I would say. So yes, honestly, didn't feel like an upset, you know, and, and it was seventy one. Uh, 68, but it was, uh, you know, it felt like Addicts was in control uh, for quite a bit. But, you know, what's what's your takeaway? I mean, this Addicts team, you know, they've got it all. I mean, really, I mean, they've got they've got Briscoe in the middle. They've got Chris Hurt. They've got uh, Ron Rutland, you know, uh, Mason Lewis, who might be the first guy to win county and city ch- uh, championship. I believe he is. Um, so, you know, they've got everything. Uh, but but. Uh, you know, just your your impressions of last night's game and how it how it went down. Well, first of all, I mean, I I, I love the city championship being from a, a city school. Uh, aging myself here, went to Marshall, so I remember being a senior and being a witness to a four overtime game between Marshall and Arlington, which we unfortunately lost. But uh, so I've loved that that championship since then. And uh, as you know, you were there last night. It was a great atmosphere. Uh, the crowd was into it, but very respectful. The announcer said, hey, don't don't rush the floor. Everyone complied to that. So it was just a, a great game, a lot of respect amongst the coaches and fans and, and players. And so that was really good to see in in, um, in addition to just an, an amazing game. Uh, both teams just really played their hearts out. As you mentioned with Addicts, I mean, they had, I believe, nine, nine players, I believe, that scored last night. So they are a true team. And I actually went up to uh, Demetrius Jenkins last night because he started. Uh, he scored the first four points of that game to kind of ignite them and didn't, didn't score after that. And I told him how important that was because, I mean, they won by three. And, you know, so he started off with the first four. So and he kind of looked at me like, oh, yeah, I guess I, I guess that was important. So um, but you mentioned a lot of the guys, you know, I said Mason Lewis, who's actually the son of Gerald Lewis, who, who I went to Marshall with and, and, and actually played some sports with. Um you know, first time in the history, you know, county and city champion. But uh, Jackson Payton also was in double figures last night. I believe he had 13. He was huge for them last night. Uh, but everybody that came off the bench, whether they started or came off the bench, they really came up, came into the game with an attitude of winning as a team, and, that, and that's what they did. But but Cathedral, uh, they really fought back. Very impressed with Brady uh, uh, Kohler. Uh, Kaler, uh, he was outstanding, led, led all scores with 27, but also Aiden Hughes. I mean, he just – he's one of those guys, if you're going against him, you hate him, and if he's on your team, you love him. And he had two or three charges and drawn and lots of offensive rebounds, a pivotal one towards the end there, and, and also I think he had 13 points as well. So, uh, But it was, just a, it was just a great game to be a part of. Yeah, the city, uh, like you mentioned, it always to me it has kind of a different feel than the county. The 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 championship being on a Monday, you know, it's just it's oh the only game around really on that night for the most part, or the only big game. 
And, you know, it just has a, a cool vibe to it uh, that it's hard to explain it exactly, but it's just a little bit different, uh, you know, of a feel to it, especially a big game like this one where everybody knew, you know, and you always end up with a pretty good matchup on that Monday night. Yes. Uh, so it's kind of, it, unless you're there or gone to it a few times, it's hard to explain it, but there's something, something cool about it. And yes. it definitely lived up to the billing. Uh, one thing I took away, Tony, from, you know, and you, you kind of I was going to touch on it. You kind of got to it first was uh, was Brady Kaler. Uh, to me, going into this year, I didn't really know. I mean, I'd seen him play before, seen him in the summer a little bit, uh, knew he was a very talented kid. Uh, but, man, he he showed up to a to a game that it's a big game. There's a lot of butterflies and and you know, things like that. And he, even though, even in a losing effort, I thought, uh, I was like, wow, okay, this guy, I see why he's getting these big offers. And, and uh, man, he was really good, especially in the second half for that team. And he's not done with offers. I mean, I, that was, I had seen him play before, but he's a different player now. His build, I mean, I, I described him as Stretch Armstrong long last night. And I know that's probably going over some younger people's heads, but I mean, he's just, he's just super long. And I uh, was talking to one of the Notre Dame assistants this morning, and he uh, has got an offer from Notre Dame now. Um, so they were the first, I think, the first power, you know, power five conference offer for him. But he's going to get more. He's talented, quick release. Uh, he did a lot of great things last night to keep, really, to keep, to keep uh, Cathedral in it. Now, Cathedral was missing a really mm -hmm. big piece for them, and I do want to mention that Keaton Aldrich. They're sophomore. He's a, I believe he's a leading rebounder, second leader in scoring. And he's just one of those. He would have, I mean, he definitely would have been worth three points last night to him. Don't know if they would have won, but uh, not having a, a player of that caliber really hurt Cathedral. But they made up for it with, with some, some really good play for, from some other players. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned uh, Aiden Hughes, also a very good football player uh, for Cathedral. And, uh, the last couple of games I've seen him play, he's been a, had a major impact. He kind of filled a little bit of what uh, what Aldridge can do, although you know, Aldridge is a better prospect, uh, you know, moving forward. And he definitely would have helped them too. Uh, yes. But I really, you know, after seeing this Cathedral team play a couple times, I, I uh, or I guess I've probably seen three or four times now, but I understand what Jason Delaney was talking about uh, going into the season. Uh, even though they are kind of turning the page, a new chapter with so many different guys, I, I get why he likes his team so much. They they play uh, a style that's very together. Uh, you know, Derek Kennedy, you know, he shot the heck out of the ball in the semifinal. Yeah, uh, but he's also very unselfish. You know, he, he's a good leader. He's he understands how to play. Uh, he wasn't taking shots out of the you know crazy shots. I mean, he he just you know he's just a very good player too. And then you know LeBron uh, Goff didn't have his best shooting game last night, but he's a good piece too. So, yes. uh, you know, I get why they're, I get why he likes his team a lot. You know what, what's interesting with, with uh, Derek uh, Canada, he, um, he came into his high school career known as a shooter. He's one of the top shooters in that class and hasn't been that certainly wasn't for his freshman sophomore year. So to see him have a breakout game Saturday night, I was really happy to see that because I've heard nothing but rave reviews about him in terms of how hard he works. Now, the way he got on the floor uh, is he's a really good defender. You know, he really works hard on defense, gets a lot of deflections. So that got him on the floor, at least at the varsity level. But if they can get him to be consistent with that shot, it's, it's really going to make them tough. The other takeaway I would say with the game overall, just watching those two teams, you know, could 
both of those teams win the state of Indiana? Uh, and the answer to me is yes. I mean, it, it takes a lot, even to, I mean, heck, they could lose in the first round to each other, you know, in that in that sectional, um, you know, that sectional 10. But I think that if they can, one of those teams can get through sectional 10, which you've got, you know, you got Cathedral, of course, and Cathedral Addicts, uh, North Central's in that. I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a rigorous Lawrence North <laughs> number one team yeah, in the don't, state. Don't in forget. <laughs> so if they could get through, if they could get through that sectional, lights out. I mean, they they they've got the team that could that you know if they can get certainly get Aldridge back healthy, both of them have the teams that could go a long way from there. Well, you 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 beat me to my next point because I was going to ask Addicts the question with Addicts: Can they? Can they turn this city championship now into something that's that's really special? And I, I got the sense talking to uh, Chris Hawkins and you know Desmond Briscoe, he was very adamant that you know you know sectional, regional, semi-state, state. He listed them all off in a, in a in succession when I talked to him after the game. But you know, I think the question for addicts now is is can you turn this into you know some momentum? You know, they they they've got a lot of big games coming up before we get to that point, including Ben Davis yes. on Saturday. Uh, but, you know, I think a lot of the Addicts uh, fans and, and obviously the coaching staff, uh, they believe that, uh, you know, this could be a team playing at, at uh, Gamebridge Fieldhouse at the end of the at the end of the of uh, March. Um, yeah. You know, and I, you know, like you mentioned, though, it's such a tough uh, bracket and it's probably honestly better. Uh, sectional 10 is probably even better than we thought it was going to be going in. Uh, no so there's. There, there's a lot in the way, but but uh, what do you think? I mean, can this Addicts team win state? I mean, I think that's probably the, you know, the, the biggest, you know, question moving forward. And, and uh, you know, it's it's obviously hard with that sectional, but uh, what what are their chances? What are the, what is Addicts' chances to do it? Well, here's what I would say about Addicts. They have a lot of talent. That's the good news. But having a lot of talent sometimes can be bad news, too, because you're trying to integrate a lot of pieces you've got you know, players that can kind of go rogue on you with their family saying you need to score more, you need to do that more, you know. So if you can kind of corral all that and and really get everyone to just to buy in. And they also, we mentioned, we mentioned Mason Lewis, but coming in from North Central and being, a, you know, a starter and integral piece, that takes some time, you know, to to get buy in from from everyone. Maybe there was a kid who thought, oh, that was going to be my spot this year, you know, those those sort of things. So um, so if you can get everyone to buy in and Chris Hawkins is a person for it. I mean, he's got a sort of a quiet demeanor, but but you can see in those eyes, he's 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 got a rage and fire in him to get his players to to play the way that he wants them to to uh, to play. We saw it in 2017 when he won the state title. He has a similar team to that where he's got some guys, a lot of guards that just whether they're starting to come off the bench, they just come off with 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 a vengeance. You know, it's funny because I, uh, you know, how Twitter can be when you you spell it right. You know, I spelled addicts right. And a couple of times it changed it on its own to attacks. <laughs> and um, but that's that's a good description of them. You know, they attack. They attack their opponents. And, you know, I, I think Chris is saving some things, too, because I didn't see a lot. of. I don't think they pressed last night. Mm -hmm. And they definitely have the type of team that I think once they get into, you know, I want to get. And I haven't talked to him about any of this. But I'm sure that you know they'll they'll probably pull out pull out the, the press a little more than they do because they've got guys that can come off the bench and and do some things with, with a lot of energy and having that many bodies you know guards they can keep everybody fresh. 
Yeah, I, I like their team. I, I I really do. I think you know, and I think winning uh, the Hall of Fame, you know, winning the city, that just kind of builds a base of uh, you know of of belief and confidence and and those sorts of things you need. And and they had that even going back to last year, winning the city. So they're they're just kind of building a a stronger base of of uh, you know things you need going into that section, which is going to be so tough. Yes. Uh, but I really like their team. I, I think they, like I said, I think they've got the pieces there. And I t- completely agree with what you said about, you know, can you kind of keep the, you know, keep the continuity, keep everybody kind of pulling on the same, on the same rope and everything. And, you know, that's important for a team like that, you know, where, yes. where you could have guys kind of who, who like, you know, honestly, like Ron Rutland, who had, didn't score a ton last night and who's been a leading scorer for them at different yes. points, um, you know, and I know what he's like. I mean, he's not, he's not going to go the other direction, but it just, sometimes you have to have a little bit of that uh, uh, all for one uh, to get a championship. And we saw it with Ben Davis last year, honestly, they, they were a team that was kind of like that where, you know, you could have had it, you could have had guys complaining, KJ Wyndham coming off the bench, you know, things yes. like that. So it takes, it takes a little bit extra, uh, you know, and we see teams that don't have that fall along the wayside every year. Right. And they have a similar makeup to that Ben Davis team. They've got, Senior leadership at the guard spots. You mentioned Ron Rutland. He's a junior all-star. You know, he could have came into this to this season and said, you know what, I gotta score 20 every night. I gotta, I gotta score, I gotta score. He hasn't done that. And he's certainly capable. He's one of the top scorers, with without question, one of the top guards, one of the top players, period, in the state of Indiana. But but sometimes he's not their lead, several times he's not their leading scorer. They they probably have five or six guys lead them in scoring this year, including the guys we've mentioned. So, you know, but again, he's a senior. Jackson Payton's a senior. Uh, Mason Lewis is a senior. You know, Hurt, I believe Hurt and uh, the big boy, Briscoe, are, are juniors. Yeah. But, you know, so just like Ben Davis, they got a strong pulse in the middle with Briscoe. They've got solid guard play uh, on, you know, on the wings and, and, you know, at the point guard position. And they've got some solid guys coming off the bench. So, um they could, they definitely could, they definitely could win the state. But again, it's that that sectional ten is, um, it, it's tough. They could, they could go out in the first round. So, you know, they know that going in, that they've got to come to play. But long before it's sectional, they've got a couple more months here to get ready for that. You mentioned Ben Davis over the, you know, over the weekend. So they've got several games left on the schedule that's going to help them get ready for sectional ten. Well, again, a great uh, city tournament last night. It was a 71-68 championship game. Uh, Attics beats Cathedral last night at Tech. And uh, just real quick, Tony, um, you know, too, just to wrap up the city, you know, the city city is not, you know, I was talking to some people last night, you know, we've lost a lot of, uh, you know, flavor from the city tournament. You know, you're a Marshall grad. You know, a lot of those schools that Arlington, Broad Ripple, uh, Northwest, you know, how, you know, schools that we used to see in this tournament and, and sometimes win it or at least be in the championship or the the semis at least are gone now. And the city, you know, it's 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 uh, a little bit top heavy right now. And, you know, Washington, I think, is a team that's uh, intriguing and getting better. Uh, but uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's just, a, you know, it's a little bit uh, top heavy with Attics and Cathedral and maybe n- – None of the other teams right now are ready to compete with those two. Well, I mean, it, it's it's been um, a final game of really Cathedral Addicts for a good while, man. I think a couple of years ago it was Cathedral Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But you know, you've got some some other teams that that are that are capable looking forward. I think Tenley's got a lot of young talent, uh, and they're not they're more of City Alliance school, not a traditional city school. But they do play in that city tournament. I think they could be a factor. You know, later on, I, I think a year or two from now, Tech also has some pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Damon Turner's doing a, a good job over there in their own building. I mean, they got knocked off in the semifinals uh, unexpectedly, actually on the quarterfinals by Washington. Mm-hmm. And um, Washington's well coached and, and they've got some players on the, you know, up and coming players as well. So for them to get to the get a taste of the semifinals was was good experience for, for them. So, and then Chittard, and, you know, Chittard's always tough. Coveted Christian, they both have been in the semifinals over the last uh, two or three years. So, um, the city's here to stay. Uh, it's, a, it's a great tournament, a great venue at, at Tech. Uh, one of the, really, the best atmosphere, you know, midseason that, I, that I've seen for, for, certainly for a tournament. So, love the event, and I, th- I think it's going to continue to grow and, uh, and, and prosper for years to come. Yeah, Tech, I think, will be a team. I, they were uh, talking to Damon that night. They lost. I think they were four for 32 from three. So that, that was uh, not ideal. And th- I think Washington's kind of a tough matchup with uh, with Butler there that's in the middle. That's a lot of threes. Yeah, that's a lot of threes. That's yeah. a lot. So, but I do think Tech's, you know, they've got some good wins under their belt. They could be kind of a sleeper in the, in the sectional 10 as well. Uh, but, Tony, just, you know, looking forward and kind of, uh, you know, what have you said? Lawrence North, you mentioned, I, you know, it's hard to say, you know, to me, I've been putting them number one on, on my ballot and in our yeah. Fab 15, uh, which is local teams. But then also I've been putting number one in the state since the beginning of the year. Yeah. Uh, I just I think that they're the best team overall. Um, you know, what are your thoughts? I know you've seen the Wildcats play, but, you yeah. know, to me, they're to me, they're uh, they're similar to addicts. And honestly, they played a really good game against each other. It's a one point game. Uh, but they have they have it all. I mean, they've got shooting. They've got uh, their guards are physical. Uh, you know, Kobe and Xavier are very physical, uh, attacking type guards. And then they've got the bigs now too. So I'm just not sure that there's a team that's got everything that they have. No, I, I, and I said this when the season began. Lawrence North, I think by far has the most talent in in the state for for any team. Now, are they the best team? I mean. I, that uh, that's to be proven in March, but they they by far have the most talent. I mean, they've got, you know, two really good guards and Kobe Bowles and Xavier Robinson, who's got, you know, Notre Dame, Ohio State offers as a junior. Um, that's their backcourt. You know, they got to they get blessed with a move in from Colorado. This six, eight and Kai McGrew is a sophomore uh, with the other talent that they that they already had. Um, so they're they're really talented really 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 talented team from really one to about eight uh cameron webster's another sophomore uh brennan who's also a sophomore about six six i can't think of his last name right now brennan, brennan miller brennan miller mm-hmm. uh plays for you know indy heat as well i mean he's a he's 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 a D- division one prospect hasn't had any offers yet but he's he's definitely definitely has that trajectory so they're you know they're really a a talented team so i would definitely say lawrence north will be at the top of the heat uh, but Ben Davis, I think that uh, not having Don Carlisle this year is going to be a factor for them because Don had this way of really when they weren't playing up to their capability. No disrespect to the current coach, but you know, uh, you know, Don has, has been there, been their their star, been their leader. But you know, they can they can regroup, and, um, and they've still been tough, and they they've got a 
Indiana all-star candidate and KJ Wynn, who's going to head to Northwestern. Um, you know, so they, they've got, they, they've got some talent left there. Mark Zachary, who's, he's a football player, but I tell you what, if he wanted to play basketball, I mean, he, he, I believe he could get to that division one level just on his defense alone. So, so they got, they've got, they've got a lot of talent as well. And, and certainly a lot in the pipeline. I think they lost one game last year as a, as an organization with between freshman JV and, and varsity. So, so Ben Davis is going to be really tough. I've got to mention Fishers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're undefeated. There's a couple undefeated teams to mention. Fishers is undefeated. They beaten, they blew out Kokomo. Uh, they beat Noblesville, who's a top 10 program. Uh, so, you know, they're, they, they've been really tough. They got a, you know, freshman starting point guard and Cooper Zachary, who's, who's been a really good leader for them. Um, they got Keenan Garner, who, who I believe is certainly going to play for Midwest Challenge. I think he's, Certainly should be an Indiana All-Star candidate as well. Um, so they're, they're going to be really, really tough uh, to beat in March. But one of the teams they may play in their own sectional is Westfield, who's also undefeated in, in top five. And they've got a, the big fella, Nick, Nick Book. So they, uh, you know, they're going to they're be tough to beat and have been. And, and they've got some, some really good wins as well, including against Noblesville, who, who also needs to be mentioned. And it's also in that sectional eight. Yeah. You've got those, you know, three – top teams in the, in the top five, top 10 in Noblesville, Westfield and, and Fishers, who all, you know, all three, again, similar boat as some of the teams we mentioned are capable of making a, a state championship run. Yeah. And Tony Westfield did, they did get fall from the unbeaten ranks uh, this weekend. Uh, they, they, after they beat Noblesville, they lost to Brownsburg and then oh. uh, they beat Tri-West. So they did, they did uh, take okay. one L, but, uh, but nonetheless, I mean, they are, they're probably better again than I expected going into the season. So, um, but yeah, it's a, to me, I think, uh, and I'm glad you brought up Fishers obviously, cause they're, they're kind of one, a one B to me with, with Lawrence North. Uh, they press, you know, they pretty much press the whole time and they've got, you know, Keenan Garner has made himself into, you know, a much better player. Uh, and he was a good player last year, but much better player than he was a year ago. And then, uh, you know, uh, Metzger can shoot the lights out. Uh, you've yes. got good role players. You've got uh, John Anthony Hall is just an unbelievable athlete. Another guy, yes. kind of like a, a Mark Zachary type where he's a football guy, but he, he I'm sure he would get basketball offers. If really he, athletic, explosive. Yeah, yeah very athletic. Uh, uh, and then this, the, the only thing, you know, the, the guards are freshmen. You know, the, there are two of them are anyway, uh, you know, but they're really, they don't play like freshmen. So, you know, yeah. I know they've got a good thing going there at Fishers and the fun thing for us is those two teams play each other uh, here in about a month. So yes. it'll be fun to see how they play. Yes. Jason Gardner, you mentioned the other freshman who's the lineage is there with his, you know, Mr. Basketball dad, who's also a coach at Arizona played a long time at Arizona as well. And uh, he's a freshman. Again, he does not play like a freshman. He can get to the rim anytime he wants is he's got a, an improved shot. I've been watching him play. He's been coming to, uh, camps that I've, I've put on since since third third fourth grade so he's a really talented kid and Kenan Garner got a chance to see him uh, really up close in, in August at a, a fall league prep ball stars EPO elite players only and and he was really the best player at, at the event um, he's just relentless high motor I don't I personally don't know why he doesn't have more offers I know sometimes programs get a little bit more into you know what position is he going to play He's just a player. I mean, you put him out there, there's going to be good good results. So I definitely see him. Don't see any reason why he couldn't certainly play at that that low Division One level. 
uh, at least. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens moving forward for him. And I'm really excited about this junior class. It just seems like another team we haven't mentioned is Greenfield Central, which, uh, you know, they are undefeated also. They haven't played quite the yes. schedule some of these other teams have, but they have one of the top juniors in the state in Braylon Mullins. So, you know, you can't, uh, you know, that that sectional, they haven't been able to uh, to break through because they've got, you know, Anderson, Pendleton Heights. You know, it's a tough sectional. Yes. Uh, but they're they're worth mentioning as well. Yes. No, Greenfield Central got a chance to see them last month. Uh, when I was doing some games for the ISC network and, and uh, they, 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 they're good. I mean, they, they, they've got a, you know, pretty, pretty rigorous sectional as well uh, to, to get out of, but because they could, you know, got Mount Vernon in that sectional as well. And, but if they can get through that sectional, they're, they're, they're a sleeper in that, in that regional, because they, when you've got a player like a Braylon Mullins, who's capable of getting you 40, which he's done already this year, uh, then you you've got a chance, and they've just got a lot of guys that just come off the whether they come off the bench or start um, that they play a role, and they shoot the ball really well. I mean, I think they're shooting, I think over forty percent from the three as a team, and they shoot free throws really well. So when you shoot, when you have good shooting numbers, especially when you get down to March, and you know you you're down by one, you're up by three, and you really need somebody to knock down a shot from the free throw line. And you've done it all year. It, it it really gives you a better chance. Well, thanks so much, Tony. I'm sure we could talk about every team that we see uh, at length, but uh, we don't need to do all that just just now. But but uh, appreciate you talking with me. We uh, again, the uh, city championship wrapped up uh, Monday night, and uh, and uh, Cathedral fell to Attics uh, seventy one to sixty eight. But uh, Tony again from uh, SVI uh, Sportswear and. Uh, prep ball stars and and tony what uh you know what are the plans for the event the midwest showcase this year do you have that set yet well we'll have everything finalized in terms of location and, and date i'd say in the next couple of weeks but this is going to be at least live it's going to be year six and it's it, we're looking for another great event i mean we've we've had uh star-studded players in this event i mean tyrese halliburton who's starring for our our very own pacers played in the very first event uh, you know, Jake LaRavia, who's a pro now, Blake Wesley. So we've had about eight or nine pros. Uh, Kobe Bufkin, who's at, who's in it with the Hawks. Uh, Jalen Johnson, who's also with the Hawks, was scheduled to play in 2020. So um, it's an outstanding event. Uh, Team Indiana is uh, has three-peated. So we're going to see what Illinois, Wisconsin, and Michigan have to say about that in terms of stopping that four-peat. But while well, the games have been competitive, and every game last year was decided by – I believe it was seven points or less. So it could have went either way. So it's not like blowouts. These, these are hard fought competitive games, you know, throughout the history of, uh, of the event. And Tony, that'll be uh, what April, probably uh, end of more towards the end of April, maybe early May. Okay. Good deal. We'll have more information on that when the time comes, but uh, great talking with you, Tony. And uh, again, uh, always enjoy talking basketball with you. Thank you. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for having me. You bet.